Thanks for tuning in to For Justice's Sake podcast, hosted by the Dixon Firm in Atlanta, Georgia. My name is Renee Cooper, and I am the host. And today I'm joined by attorney Daniel Adamson. Thanks for joining us today. Today's 15 second shout out goes out to the Beltline and the amazing number of restaurants that you can get to from it. We are right by Edgewood. So if you are in the area around Krog and Ponce and Edgewood and Reynolds Town, uh, check out all of these amazing local businesses. Definitely remember to support local. First, a little bit of backstory. Parts of downtown Atlanta have seen a 27% increase in pedestrian traffic and about 11% decrease in car traffic, if you can believe it. Part of this is due to an initiative called the Petrie Shared Space Program that started in 2021 of June, but is soon coming to an end, which is kind of tragic now that gas prices are going up so high. In July of last year, Georgia passed a law that required cars to slow down or change lanes with at least three feet of space if they are trying to pass a biker. It would be nice if more areas were as friendly to cyclists as the Beltline or other local places like Decatur or West End are becoming, but there are always a possibility of an accident caused by a distracted or negligent driver, walkers, or bikers themselves. So my first question is, when should a biker consider taking legal action against a driver if they're in an accident? Absolutely. Um, in my opinion, I think uh, cyclists should always strongly consider uh, legal action and getting an attorney specifically to help them with their claim against uh, a negligent driver. Um, the, the only time I would say they don't need to do that is if they're the ones at fault and there's no one to really bring a claim against. What factors would you look at to consider if a biker has a lawsuit against a driver in an accident? You got to look at you know who caused the collision. Uh, a lot of times it's going to be a negligent driver, a reckless driver who ran a stoplight or a stop sign or failed to yield while turning left, things like that. Or maybe just didn't give the cyclist enough space and, and bumped him off the road or, or something like that. Can cyclists take legal action if they're injured from a hazardous roadway? Yeah, they can. Um, it, it really just depends on uh, the situation and um, you know the the hazard that they encountered if it's something that uh, is really egregious like a huge pothole or um, some signage that's incorrect and, and you know usually it's things that they're not able to really uh, see easily and it's kind of um, you know the city the city or a construction company if someone should have known that that they should have covered a hole or uh, cleaned up some debris which would pose a hazard to cyclists. And even on the Beltline here where there's not any cars, um, there is a lot of construction going on and um, if there's some metal or dirt or rocks that uh, pose a hazard and uh, should be cleaned up and it's not and it causes a cyclist to, to get severely hurt and injured, then uh, they definitely can be held responsible. Are there instances when cyclists can be considered legally responsible for the accident, either with a vehicle or a pedestrian? Yeah, um, you know, under Georgia law, they, they don't really have a strong claim in those sort of situations where it's just the weather conditions that are the real hazard and 
um, the biker is well aware of that and, and they're, uh, they should take the precautions necessary. Same thing with any other um, potential hazards in areas that they ride frequently. If they're fully aware of it and have you know, an ability to avoid it and they don't, then you know, unfortunately they're gonna have a lot of the fault there. If the cyclist runs a, a red light or a stop sign or is being reckless with how they're uh, biking down the road, maybe they're not on the right side of the road, they can definitely be held responsible. So it's definitely important for the cyclist to follow all the rules of the road, just like uh, for a, a motor vehicle driver. No texting while biking. Um, you can listen to music. I think that's fine. but just following the, the proper signage and uh, yielding when you're supposed to, things like that. What should cyclists do if they've been affected by a road hazard or in an accident? You know, it depends on the severity of the injuries. If the person's able to, you should uh, definitely try to get the other driver's contact information, you know, his license plate number, things like that. Also take photos of the scene, take photos of your bike and uh, any damage to your bike, your helmet. Uh, also, you know, if, if you're too badly hurt to do any of that, just call 911. Um, that will get a, an ambulance out to the scene, as well as a police officer who can help, you know, cite the other driver if they were negligent and, you know, get witness information. After you've done those things, uh, you need to call an attorney so that we can investigate and pres preserve evidence as well and, and uh, also determine the, the policy, uh, the insurance policies that are available to the cyclists. As an attorney, we'll help you get to the, the necessary doctors that you need depending on your injuries, and that will also help not only the cyclists recover, but it'll help you know, have the right documentation and testing done to uh, show the injuries. The quicker you can get medical treatment, the better, so that there's no um, gaps in, in treatment that the insurance companies can try to use against you. How can cyclists practice safe riding or protect themselves while sharing the roadways and walkways? Well, you got to wear a helmet. That's uh, that's rule number one. And um, you know, wearing bright, uh, you know, bright shirts or garments and and reflective gear is also very important, especially if you're riding at night, um, because that is a, that is a, uh, an aspect of you know who's at fault if if the bikers you know, not wearing anything that would help a driver see them, or if they're not wearing a helmet and that could have mitigated their injuries, you know, head injuries especially, then that will be used against the cyclist. Does this new law that has gone into effect now possibly change how a biker can seek justice going forward? Yeah, I think it definitely gives cyclists more rights and it really protects them more, and, you know, we just, it's just one more thing in our arsenal to, um, you know, seek justice on their behalf. And if, if the motor vehicle drivers aren't adhering to this new law, then, you know, we can hold them liable for any injuries that they cause. How much experience do you have with bike accidents or connections with the cycling community? Yeah, um, both my parents are actually triathletes and have competed in world championships and Ironmans and things like that. And, They've both been in bike wrecks. Uh, my dad, a couple years ago, was um, hit by a motorist uh, who failed to yield while turning left and suffered some broken bones. And you know, we got him a good settlement and were able to compensate him. 
for his injuries and I've also helped a couple of his friends in the community who've been hit by cars and suffered broken bones and torn ligaments and things like that and you know, so far we've able to get everyone a nice settlement and uh, justice on their behalf. Yeah, so I actually live uh, in Reynolds Town, which is right on the Beltline, and I like to bike around where we are now, as well as uh, down to Pont City Market. I try to stay off the roads as much as possible, just given the uh, nature of drivers in Atlanta and you know all the construction and things like that. Thanks, Attorney Adamson, for giving us his legal insight and for giving us ideas of what we can all do to make cyclists have a better experience. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Continue the conversation on social media by tagging at Dixon Firm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or now TikTok. Sign up for our monthly email newsletter for podcast updates, free legal tips, and our monthly $50 restaurant giveaway. For a case referral or for free consultation requests, visit DixonFirm.com or call or text 888-DIXON11. That's 888-349-6611. Thanks for listening to For Justice's Sake podcast. Stay safe. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.